guys, this is your host Marina. Hey guys, it's your host Gabriella. And you're listening to <laughs> Lemons to Lemonade. <laughs> Shit, my bad. <clears throat> Wait a minute, I should drink something. What's in your cup? So today, and what's in your cup, it's only a one person show, apparently. First of all, Second of all, we have done such a bad job with this segment. For what's in your cup? Okay, so here's here's my plan, and I want you guys to kind of hear me out and and be in my thought process. In 2021, this podcast is getting a whole revamp. You think you like it now? We'll wait till 2021 comes. You you're just gonna be so addicted. Um, I agree. <clears throat> what are some things that we might be seeing? Can you give us a sneak peek? First of all, sneak the inst- the Instagram, the Instagram is we're going to be way more active on Instagram. Like things are going to be posted every day. That's that's the goal and that's the plan. Um so more content. Also, we we're going to do more more content together. So like I've seen people do like video challenges or like stuff like that. So I think that'll be fun. You guys get to see video content from us. I know yeah. Gabby Gabby does like 101 million content. She's just like, one more thing. But yeah, No, honestly, I want to do content with you. Yeah, like we actually there's a brand that reached out to us to do. They sent us these little gummies where you eat them and they change your taste buds. So if you they're eat, probably so disappointed in us. They sent it to we're us gonna a couple do it. months we're ago. Gonna like, do damn. <laughs> These girls. But yeah, so like stuff like that where we try challenges or just fun stuff. Something, stuff that's entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah, and studio might be coming soon too. Like no more, no more uh, Gabriela Bendy's headquarter apartment, in the house apartment. Like, so, Honestly, I'm going to miss it. I know. I don't know. We still got, we still got some time with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am like supposed to move soon. You are too. It's it's happening. It's happening. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be exciting because we are planning to move in together. I know it's the big step, you guys. It's a big step. So I think it's gonna be so fun. Like we're just gonna be, we're just gonna have a lot more time and more opportunities to create more content together. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like a sleepover that just never ends. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so fun. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so fun. If you weren't annoyed of me now, you definitely will be later. I think our, our characters are like I think we have we're like the same level of cleanliness, same level of like me time. Like I think we just mesh so well together. Yeah. That I, I like as And I also roommates, think we 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 like um I think you're intuitive like me. Yeah. So I can very much like tell without somebody telling me like what like what their vibe is like yeah. if they want to be left alone or if they're exactly, trying to talk yeah. or like what they need so i don't know yeah i feel like we balance each other well in that sense yeah it's, it's gonna be good so uh, yeah basically be excited uh, i know this year's coming to an end and everyone's like whether they're buying christmas gifts or like uh, making their vision boards or have you started um buying gifts yet no no i don't really I don't, my family doesn't really do Christmas. Like, we don't buy gifts. We really? don't. Yeah. When we were Why? younger, we used to get money. I didn't believe in Santa. There was my parents didn't even mm. like try to fake it. And okay, can Girl, we? Girl, ta- I believed in Santa. Can we say? Okay, so can you tell them the mm. Santa story of? <laughs> oh my God! Your did mom? I tell you that? Story? Yes, you told me, and it's oh the cutest God. thing ever. 
<laughs> my parents are silly. So I was a diehard like Santa fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, Santa is my everything. <laughs> And I would, and like, I was such a fan. Like, my mom would take me to take a picture with Santa yeah. every year. So, honestly, I don't know what was wrong with me. I was a girl. Like, I was pretty much grown at this point. Like, at least nine years old. Yeah. Like, girl, how are you nine years old? You still believe in Santa. But I was, I was a very innocent girl. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Like, I was always, like, afraid to grow up. And I just wanted to be such a goody girl. Yeah. Um. So, I remember that I would write the letter to Santa like every year and then I would put it under my pillow and then I would go to sleep. And so I had written my letter, right? And I don't know why I think at this point like I was starting to I was starting to doubt it. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, wait, I, like, is Santa not real? Because, like, little things that I would see. So none of your friends were like, no, Gabriela, Santa's not key. No, all my friends believed in Santa. Okay. Yeah, like, like, so, well, one of my, like, my best friend, my childhood best friend was younger than me. Okay, so she also believed, yeah. So she also, like, 100% believed in Santa. <laughs> and she was also, like, a goody girl because her parents were really strict. Yeah. So, whatever, you know, I write, I write my letter. I remember exactly what I asked for. <laughs> I said I wanted my scene Barbies, mm-hmm. right? That, that was, like, the it Barbie at the moment. And so um, I was always really jealous of my best friend because she just had so many Barbies. Like she had a Barbie house. She had Ken. Like, yeah, she had so many Barbies. And I always like had a couple, but not as much. Um, So whatever. I asked for my scene Barbies. I went to sleep. (laughs) And then first of all, I felt somebody like taking out the letter when okay, I was so sleeping it. and it was my sister Catherine you saw her yes so then oh. I woke up like she woke me up when she tried getting it out so I woke up and I was like what are you doing and she was like nothing and so then that started to give me more doubt because yeah. I was like why were they taking the letter out right so whatever Christmas came along I opened my gift and I literally started crying <laughs> First of all, I was such a crybaby. Ew, what the fuck was wrong with me? I was such a crybaby when I was young. Yeah. I I would... I was such a like tattletale like I would tell on your ass I would not give a fuck because I just wanted points like I wanted yeah. attention I wanted to be like she didn't want to get cold, the good daughter like yeah. the favorite you know so I started crying and my mom was like what's wrong mama and I was like Santa didn't get me the right Barbie. Like, that's not the Barbie I wanted. And my mom goes to my dad, I told you that's not the Barbie she wanted. (laughs) And I was like, what? And I started crying and I was like, you bought me the gift? And they're like, no, mama, Santa bought it for you. But then that's it. There was no going back. Like, I knew the truth. So what happened next year? Next year, I didn't write no letter to Santa because I knew it was my my parents so i just started telling them what i wanted so did you tell your friends after you figured it out um i don't re- i don't really remember because but you know i what i do remember is that for christmas like i never got a ton of gifts yeah i don't know why it's not like we were broke yeah we just like didn't get like like they would get us one gift or something like that but it wasn't like like nowadays or i mean i guess it's always been like that but like my nephews and stuff like that. I see like how many gifts, like they'll yeah. get like 10 fucking gifts. I'm like, bro, that's OD. Like who needs as many toys? 
for for me, my parents never used to get me. Like I said, I didn't like Santa is not a is not a big thing you celebrate at least in my culture and the Egyptian culture yeah. is he's not maybe now but like back then it wasn't really. I mean Santa's just like kid thing. You know? Yeah, like we a had a thing. we had a Christmas tree, uh, but anyways, in Chris during Christmas, first of all, we celebrate Christmas not on the twenty fifth. We celebrate it January sixth. So it's like what? Yeah. Yeah. You mean to tell me that on the 25th you're not going to do shit? No, no. Well, we do now because we're we're here. We're in the so US. So you feel like you have to? So we yeah, so my family all gets together, we eat, we have this big feast, like we all eat whatever. Uh, we don't we don't get gifts cuz we're not kids anymore, but when What? Yeah, no gifts. Um but on the 6th, that's when like we believe that Jesus was born in the Coptic world. Okay. Um, so that's like when Christmas is and so when I was younger on the 6th my parents would give me money my grandma would give me money my aunt would give me money my uncle would give me like Damn everybody bitch. would just give me money I wish I got money so we would get money instead of uh, gifts yes. but I remember one the only memory that I have of like finding a gift under the Christmas tree uh, this one year I don't remember if I was into yo-yos or like cars I, I was never into Barbies I don't know I was mm-hmm. into babies but not Barbies really um, and my I asked for a yo-yo or a Barbie and it wasn't even like Christmas nothing, doesn't, it wasn't even the 25th or the 6th but mm-hmm. there was a toy and I was like oh look there's a toy and so I opened it and I was like I know you, you you're the one who put it there because I saw the wrapping I saw you wrapping oh it like an hour God. ago and I saw it and he's like he's like no it wasn't me and I was like yes it was you <clears throat> but I, I, I'm thinking of like nowadays like when you have kids right you're gonna tell them Santa and you're gonna get them the gifts and that mm-hmm. but with technology and other kids do you not think they can google is Santa real? Well, I think it's only um, like the younger kids like my nephews believe in Santa they do? yeah and my nieces too but they're like three the other one's five like they're really young you know okay but i think the older ones that are like nine or ten like they know it's they know yeah yeah i'm i would i feel like i would be the kid that would ruin it for other people but santa's Mm -hmm. not i I don't know i feel like that's me if i knew and i saw like my friend and i'd be like no bro santa's not real yeah a party pooper you know i have a niece (laughs) um her name is mia and she's so special because when you give her a gift, it's like you want to give her a gift because her reactions are priceless. Aww. When you give her a gift, like she will legit cry. Like she cries of like how thankful she is. Oh, that's so sweet. How old yeah. is she? Um, she just turned, I think, 10. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm the worst DM. Oh my God. <laughs> my sister's going to listen to this. How do you not know her age? Honestly, I have like let me see let me count Mia Hazel um Sofia Sebastian Santiago I can't even remember their names Nicolás um Farah Jade I'm missing I'm missing I know I'm missing just see your siblings and bro you Uh, knew who the Kardashians kids were and you don't know I did not know them (laughs) Okay, well, the ones that I just said are eight. I think I have, like, nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me see. All right, so Katherine's kids, she has two. Three. 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 Then Junior has three. Okay. Then Claudia has three. Okay. So I have nine. Nine. Nine nephews and nieces. That's fucking That's a, a lot. lot. 
That's a lot, dude. For me to remember all their names, all their birthdays, all their ages. Like, how do you think grandmas do it? Sometimes I don't remember their birthdays and I feel horrible. Like, I'll just know because, like, my mom will be like, Don't no te olvides que hoy el cumpleaños de Sofia or whatever. Do you guys like, have, like, oh, a group fuck. chat where you, like, tell each other, like, oh, it's someone's birthday? Or? Yeah, we have, gr- we have a group chat on WhatsApp and we have a group chat on iMessage. Oh. But, yeah, and, like, my family celebrates everything. Like, okay, but, everything. But also you in with numbers and birthdays in general is just I'm not bad. you're just not good so i'm bad you get a pass yeah you get a pass like i'm like if you're not somebody i speak to every day i don't know your birthday yeah like don't, just fucking let me know a couple days before you know yeah because otherwise i forget and i feel like nowadays it's kind of more acceptable that you, you no, don't know people it. get hella mad really yes people get extremely mad that yeah like i i have a friend um well she's kind of family because she's my brother-in-law's daughter and i didn't say happy birthday on her birthday and i oh. know it's december but like i always forget the day wait this happened this year no it or was last past? year but okay. i didn't know like i told her happy birthday but i think i just did it like on social media yeah and it was probably not on the day of oh and so like i went to visit miami and i was like i want to hang out with her so i told my sister like oh you know have you talked to kelly her name's kelly mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, Kelly's upset at you. And I'm like, why? And it's been like months. And she was like, oh, because, oh, it was on my birthday. So it yeah. had been a couple months, like at least two months. And so um, I'm like, why is she mad at me? And, and she was like, because she said you didn't call her for her birthday. And I was like, Damn. fuck. And so I called her and she was really upset at me. And I get it, yeah. you know, like. I get so it. So, do you remember to tell happy birthday this year? Or her birthday hasn't passed. No, her birthday is coming up. Okay, don't forget. But I gotta like. When's her birthday again? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know it's in December. Like, like your birthday is May May twenty first, right? May twentieth. Okay, fuck. Okay, well, I was here's the there. here's the thing. My favorite number is twenty, and all my social media and all my so, so, social media stuff is twenty. Oh yeah, that's true. So it's like yeah, because okay, I like May the 20th. number twenty. So it's always. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of friends and like yeah, family members, and it's just a lot. Yeah, no, it's 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 understandable. Just. I mean, I I think the the main people you don't want to forget the birthdays of is like your like sisters your or like your partner. I have like seven brothers and sisters, dude. Like, man, my grandma, sucks. rest in peace. She was great when it came to birthdays. She had a total of like nine kids, and each kid had three children. So she had like so many like 18 or 20 grandkids Mm -hmm. and she knew all of our birthdays and this lady did not use the phone did not write them down she just knew oh it's this person's birthday oh it's this person person's birthday she was great yeah but maybe she didn't have like as many things to remember i I think that's very okay i know that this sounds like an excuse (laughs) it's not but i think also like if you take a look at a person and how many things they have to remember in their life yeah I think it like makes sense because I have to remember a lot of things and you like I and have you to still make a, forget. Yeah, like I have to make decisions every day. Yeah. And I, like so many things like it's so hard for me to even remember what I got to do tomorrow. Yeah. And I think especially for you, like you don't really keep up with the days. It's just like, OK, this Wednesday I have something due. I got to do it. But you're not like, oh, this Wednesday is December 17th. Yeah. Like or sometimes it, I'm like, what day is it? Yeah. So no, no, I think in your case, it's understandable. Like, yeah. 
But, um, but anyway, today um, we are going to be talking about part of our expertise. I, uh, <laughs> part of our expert. I don't. I don't think. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, I 100% don't think I'm an expert in this. Me neither. And everything that we are both going to share, I feel like it's just from our own personal experiences and like yeah. what we think, like what we have learned. But there is so much more to learn, and um, I'm talking about relationships and just how to cultivate and continue growing and keep up with a relationship you know yeah I'm honestly like I'm down to just be really honest about everything that I've been going through with my relationship maybe not a couple of details but just so you guys can see like it's very raw and real and long-term relationships are really different and there's so much that I have learned that I did not believe like I used to believe let me start off the episode by this. Yeah. I used to believe that love was a was a feeling and I don't think it is. What is it? I think it's a choice. Okay. And how is that? Maybe it's both. I don't know. But okay, so I used to think and the reason why I'm saying is that I feel like love is a feeling is that I used to think that like you didn't like you just fell in love with like whoever. Like yeah. like you couldn't control that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you have no control of who you fall in love with. Like you're going to fall in love with with whoever you're meant to be instead of like somebody you choose to fall in love with. And I don't believe that anymore. I feel like in some ways we choose the person we want to love. I think think that's true. I mean, take it, take freaking... arranged marriage for example i mean my parents weren't arranged marriage but it wasn't like oh my god we were working together and we fell in love and your and parents were in arranged marriage no my parents oh i love you mom she listens to this oh, i'm gonna air out the whole situation so hi my, mom <laughs> so basically she um was single and my uncle had a friend whose brother was single and they were like, oh, you come from a good family. She comes from a good family. Let's meet. So their first day, it was my mom, my uncle, and my dad. Because in, in the culture, you can't be out with a man who's not your husband. Um, so it was the three of them. And my mom was like, okay, cool. He's good looking, I guess. And my dad was like, oh, she looks good. All right. And six months later, they were, I think, married or something. Like, yeah, it was, it was right then and there. I mean, 25... It's so crazy how, like, adults make decisions like that, right? Yeah, 25 years later, they're still together with two kids and and whatnot. So, I mean, they're in love. It wasn't that they're in love from the moment they met. And it wasn't they got married because they love each other. But it was, like, a choice they made. They were like, I'm going to be with this person the rest of my my life. And they grew to love each other. Did they have a little bit of time to get to know each other, at least? Not really, no, because my dad lived in in Alexandria, and my mom lived in Cairo. So basically, they did long distance till they got married. Oh. So their whole relationship was long distance. But they spoke and yeah, yeah. But also back then there was no cell phone, so you like call on call because it's oh, back in the day no. there was no cell. Phone, so it's just like the phone. Yeah, yeah. So it's just way different. But I, that just goes to agree with the point you're making that love is a choice to a certain extent. Like you get to choose that part yeah and i mean 
I even think like dating wise, right? Yeah. When you're dating, you're going out with different guys. And so you choose the type of guy that you are open to dating. Yeah. Like, let's say I'm like, I, I make a list maybe in my head of like the type of guy that I'm looking for. That's a choice. You're choosing that. You're yeah. like, okay, I want a guy that looks like this or that does this or likes to do this. And then you go on a date and based on that date, you choose if you want to continue seeing them or you don't. Yeah. Whatever. I think now because I've been in a relationship for it's going to be five years. I think that I realized like the difference. I did not know love as what I know it now. Okay. Like when when I first uh, it's and it's fun because I experienced it with the same person, right? Yeah. So when I very first got my first boyfriend, that it was the first time I felt like in love, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about in love, where you're like obsessively like want to be with that person every day, every hour. Like yeah. when they're leaving, you get sad. You're like, no, whatever. Don't leave me. So I experienced that with Ryan, right? When I was like 18. Yeah. And I just loved him so much. Like, I was, like, fully, like, this is my man. Yeah, head over heels. This I'm going to marry. He's going to have my kids. Like, all that. And, like, I just thought that it was going to, like, this is love. Like, I was in this relationship. Like, this is love. Yeah. But then I realized it. And, like, it wasn't, it wasn't actual love. It was just infatuation. Yes. Yeah. And, like, there was definitely love because I'm with him now. Yeah. But. The feeling that I thought was love was not love. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when I got back with him, the love was different, mm-hmm. right? It did. I didn't feel, like, obsessive, like, where's Ryan? Like, what is he doing? Or, like, I'm going to die without him. Or, you know, yeah, like, that, it was grown that, love. Yeah, yeah, like, that type of love where you just, like, you feel like you can't be happy without them. Yeah. And if I compare myself back then to now... I was like completely different. I was young, immature. I was um, insecure. I had like, I struggled with my own self image. I didn't know what I was doing. I was sad about my career and work. And now I'm at a different place where like, I know that I love myself. I'm confident. Um, I'm like, I'm proud to be me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm happy with like, I have a career that brings me so much joy. And so I think like I've learned to fulfill myself yeah. in happiness. And so the love is different Yeah, because like, I don't have to love this person, but I'm choosing to. They're like the icing or like the cherry on top. Yeah. They're- like. Like life is good with you, yeah. you know, like I like there are other things like if I'm not with him, like I have other things that kind of like make me happy, too. Yeah. And I'll miss him and stuff. But like, I'm I'm OK. Yeah. You're still you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also like us being with someone for a while, you go through things that. Like, you don't see them the same. Like, it's not like when I was young and I was like, he's perfect. And everything about him was just good. Like, now I see him for who he is. Like, okay, I know that he has this insecurity. I know that I don't like that he does this. Like, I get irritated at him. Like, like, this is raw, real. Like, this is who we are. And we're all in the open, like, vulnerable. And same thing. Like, he sees me when I'm in my, like, worst. Yeah, like when I'm like, 
I need to take a shit or, you know, like yeah. I straight up fart in front of Ryan. I don't care. <laughs> like I know some people think that's gross. Like my sister thinks that I am completely crazy. She's like, I cannot believe that, that you fart in front of him. And I'm like, we take whole shits in front of each other. Like <laughs> I could be in the bathroom doing my makeup and Ryan's taking a shit. Yeah. Like, it's, I just think, I don't know. I'm I think that's like, a, yeah, that's all, like you said, that's a whole level of like comfort that you have with your partner. Um, but to touch on what you were saying with with love, I think in a relationship, especially long term relationships, it's not a one straight line. It's not. Uh, oh, my God, he's perfect. We're in love. And then like three years later, you're still and they you're still in that same infatuation moment it's exactly like because they either do something that pisses you off or you fall out of love because that does happen like with with mm-hmm. long if you ask any couple who's been together for five years or more or like a really long period of time ask a married couple ask a married that's... couple yeah and they will tell you there's been and I think 99% of them, they will mm-hmm. say there's been a lot of moments where we've fallen out of love. And that's yeah. very true because love isn't, like you said, only based on like feeling. It's There's so much more that goes into it. Yeah. Um, character, what they do, their ambition, their goals, their ethics, their morals, the way they laugh, the way they sleep. Like there's just so much more that goes into the love feeling mm-hmm. um and i i feel like it's it's way more like i was thinking the other day and i was saying how yes you a relationship is not only based on love like if i love you so much doesn't mean that, that you're gonna be happy that i'm gonna be there forever mm-hmm. like it's not the only component it's not the only uh determining factor of me being there or not yeah there's so much more that goes into it and i honestly i i feel like you and i have a really good grasp of that yeah and and we're still young and like we don't have kids you know we're not like in something that we can never get out of yeah and I think that we're being smart by taking the time for us to feel like this is it. Like we're secure. Like I'm like, I feel like this is my one thing. Yeah. Because a lot of people, because they're in that infatuation feeling, they think this is He's it. the one. Yeah. And so then they jump into everything. You know, they end up having a child or they get married or all these things. And. You know, I I do believe that everything happens for a reason. So if a person ever gets to that point and yeah. ends up realizing they made a mistake, like it's supposed to happen. But I also feel like if you can take your time and like really learn from each other, you you like you realize that like marriage is different. I will say like back in the day, right? Maybe like your parents or like my parents. Yeah. Commitment was like a serious thing. Like people would commit to marry. Yeah. And so the relationships weren't like perfect back then. Of it's course. not that that relationships suck now and they were great then. They still had issues, they still had problems in relationships, but I feel like commitment was such more of a serious thing mm-hmm. that like they were like yeah, we're upset, but like their thought was never to like I'm going to leave this person because exactly. the commitment was like something sacred. So, I mean, my parents were together for so long and they basically like are in an area right now where they don't really 
understand like what's going on like i feel like they're unhappy with each other and yeah. they like fight like cats and dogs but at the same time like i still think there's love because they're still there they're still living together like and i have always asked like you know when you guys had moments where you weren't happy why didn't you leave yeah and they always said well you know because the kids and like you like you think so much about like how much you've invested and you realize like damn i don't want to throw that away or like yeah. you really like value that and nowadays it's becoming more acceptable acceptable to just be like nah fuck this like i'm done and i think you know there are there are situations where yes you should leave yeah but i also feel like there are other situations where Maybe if like you guys took a little bit more time to get to know each other or like do some therapy or something. Yeah. So for it's I, I like that you touched on that um, again in the Egyptian culture, especially in like the Coptic world. I, I like to point that out. There's no such thing as divorce. Like you're married. You are married till death. Do <laughs> you apart. Yeah. And um, there's only like couple of situations where you can get divorced if like your husband cheats on you or like he abuses you physically just there's like very very limited number of things that will allow you to get divorced and even with that like you have to go and get permission from the church and whatnot blah 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 because like you said in that culture marriage is such a sacred thing and it's a big commitment it's not like mm -hmm. a let's just go get married like it's a whole thing yeah so like you said it's putting the emphasis on that commitment putting the emphasis on like how valuable it is makes you want to take your time into deciding and considering all the factors is this person my one mm -hmm. you know and i i also think like it um it like gives you a reason to keep fighting even though like you might not be happy right? yeah and the reason i'm mentioning this right is because we're talking about like ways to uh we're talking about ways to cultivate and grow a relationship and because i've been in a in a relationship for a while and this is like my first time like i've learned that relationships really take a lot of work yeah and they take a lot of effort so you can't look into it as like oh this isn't right or this doesn't feel good or like he doesn't treat me the same or he's acting different or i'm acting different You have to realize that you're two people that still have individual journeys exactly. that are coming together. And so like you're going to go through shit. They're going to go through, through shit. It might be at different times. It might be at the same times. And so you're going to have to be able to navigate life and get through those moments. So I think like a big part of relationships is determined by how well you communicate and resolve your problems yeah and how well you guys are able to talk and be honest with each other about what's going on because i think that the more you're able to express that to each other yeah the more you guys can understand each other and see from a point of view like maybe like let's say i don't know let's say we're gay right and i'm dating you and for our Like the whole month, like your ass is just dreaming like shit, like you're hella distant, like yeah. you just don't want to help me around the house, like you're just whatever, right? And I'm yeah. like, yo, like I'm literally here for you, like why aren't you like doing this and whatever? And it might be that like you're having an internal issue that you just can't 
express yourself yeah or that you don't know how to deal with yet and so you don't want to talk about it and you don't know how like how to go about it but maybe if maybe if we had like that trust with each other where you feel I could comfortable sit down yeah. and like you could tell me about it I'm sure that I w I wouldn't judge you as much for like treating me like shit that way. I I think I think that and it's so cheesy and cliche and you hear it everywhere. But literally, the biggest thing to relationships is communication. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a partnership, whether it's a any any ship. I think the biggest thing to relationships is communication. If I'm able as a friend to come to Gabby and be like, Gabby, look, you did this to me and I don't like it. Let's I, I value our friendship and I I want us to be friends, but I don't like this. Guess what? Now because she also values this friendship, she won't do it. In my relationship, if I go to my partner and I'm like, you know what, you did this and I don't like it, he's gonna know. And he should, if you know, he should not do that thing again or be able to communicate with me. A, a lot of a lot of my my personal um, issues when it comes to my relationship is the communication. Mm. We, we, I think that's like pretty much like a big, uh, problem in many relationships, especially, I mean, I would say like most guys have issues like talking yeah. about their feelings and looking weak or being vulnerable or like, especially if somebody in the relationship has trauma or yeah. you have like some sort of wall up for some reason. Like there's so many things like, especially like I will say like myself in the last two years, like I had to like revisit so many things in my life because I kid you not, I felt like my inner child was like crying yeah and so i was like i had to really take time to just do the inner work and figure out like why i was so emotional why was i overly anxious or why was i fearful of something and it really reveals itself in relationships yeah you know a lot of the fears that many people have are in regards to their childhood like if you were a child that didn't get a lot of attention or like that was le like their parents left or somebody left or something like that, then you're going to kind of bring that into the relationship unless you have already dealt with it. Like you're going to be fearful that they're going to leave you exactly. too or you're going to be extra needy or maybe you're going to be extra jealous. Like all those things at the end of the day have to do with like how well you have managed to overcome your like personal journey and yeah. like your personal traumas and everybody has them like nobody had a perfect childhood you know? yeah yeah and i like this you say that because for the longest time whenever people say like inner child and childhood trauma i'm like bro i had like a great childhood like i wasn't neglected i got love but the more like i kind of thought about it like there has been things that I have to internally deal with like criticism or this or that especially when you're a child you take that thing you take and you imprint it on yourself you program yourself like oh my god my mom told me I suck at drawing now like for the next however many years you've been living you are afraid to draw because your mom once told you you suck at drawing yeah. so even that little thing like can affect you as a person but like you said it's you have to be able to give your half in the communication because it's it's not a one-way street. It's a two-people street. I heard this uh, 
podcast the other day and the one of the hosts was saying how whenever they they her and her husband argue they they're not arguing against each other or they're not fighting against each other they're fighting mm-hmm. against the problem and i really like that because yeah. at the end of the day when you think about it you and your partner are supposed to be one team like you're on the same team yeah so whatever issue you're dealing with if this is a long-term relationship if you're committed to that person if you know that this person is your partner you're supposed to okay you came to me with this problem we're having this problem how do we fix it and that's a big thing of keeping a relationship going strong mm-hmm and it goes back to communication so if i'm able to come here and be like look i have this issue okay instead of me arguing with you and be like no you suck you did this here's how i feel because both parties feelings are valid no one's being the victim no one's being the bad guy and then all right there's the problem let's fix it so next time this problem doesn't happen again Mm -hmm. and i've been struggling with that where i have a tendency to not really hear my partner my my partner doesn't really like express his feelings you need to work on that but when when i'm angry or when i have an issue it's always like okay here's how i feel and here's how he made me upset and and blah 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 and he doesn't really have anything to say so it just comes off as like you don't me care. against him yeah. not even that it's just like me against him and then he just doesn't have anything to say or he just doesn't know how to like put his feelings into order he just doesn't want to so now it's like okay I'm attacking you and it becomes this whole thing of like he feels like I'm always the victim or whatnot. It just becomes this whole thing. Yeah. And this all could be avoided if we both parties are able to communicate their feelings. Yeah. Communication. And you know, you mentioned something that's that was like really key here too is that we first of all, we tend to put a lot more focus on our partner because it's the person that is with us. Yeah. So sometimes it may not even be about your partner. Yeah. It may be like some shit that you got going on mm-hmm. and you got somebody to blame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe you're feeling a little extra needy. And so you think my partner is not showing me enough affection. Yeah. And it might not be that they're not doing that. It's just that you're extra needy because you're mm-hmm. going through your own shit. It's because you haven't learned to take care of yourself and fulfill your own happiness. Yeah. So sometimes you got to like really look at things from an outside perspective and see like how am i contributing to this issue you know because at the end of the day like you said we are a team it's not the problem against you and i or whatever like we're not against each other we're against the problem like exactly right so let's say there's an issue and you may be like just so over your partner you're like bro i'm so tired i've told him to do this and that and whatever and like you're just like done like you're over it you're like bro like i've literally explained this to you so many times but i think i've like i've had to step back myself in my own relationship to like look at the way that i speak right yeah and i i complain a lot about like my partner i do and like i don't give a fuck i do (laughs) and so because i expect a lot and i and like maybe that's my problem that i'm expecting too much i'm expecting him to do too much Actually, let me stop you there. Uh, there's a song by Alina, Alina, Bra- God, her name is Alina something. And she mm-hmm. says, I'm not asking for too much. I'm just asking the wrong motherfucker. Oh, God dang. Just because we're in love doesn't mean we're right for each other. <laughs> she said, I'm just asking the wrong motherfucker. Well, maybe. That you know? could be it. That could be it. And like, I, I want to say, like, if you know what you want, 
don't say no it's fine i don't want it no you no, definitely got because you will regret notes. that yeah. and you every time you guys get in a fight or an argument you're gonna be like damn like like why I, didn't i leave when yeah yeah so i think no 100 there are certain things that are like your uh deal breakers right and if you know your deal breakers that's one thing that i feel like it's really important yeah is to know what your deal breakers are what are things that you absolutely cannot accept in a relationship yeah and um you're either working with that with your partner or they already meet all those things but at the end of the day there's always going to be issues in the relationship yeah but taking the you know being able to step back from what's getting you upset and also seeing how maybe you are contributing to the issue is also another important thing because like we're both individuals that have feelings and like we might see the world differently you know you might be like oh my boyfriend doesn't take me out on dates enough or whatever and maybe i don't know maybe he don't got money or maybe he's down maybe he's going through an issue like i don't know like maybe he's like Maybe he's like struggling to like do whatever, like the bare minimum every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like yeah. so many things could be the issue, right? Yeah. Sometimes like there are days where like I feel like shit and I do the bare minimum, right? I like, I don't even clean or whatever. I'm sure if someone showed up at my house, they'd be like, damn, this bitch dirty as fuck. But like little do they know, like, bro, I'm dying going here. through like, something. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I don't know. I think that when it comes to at least men and most men, Unless they're like older and way more mature. Yeah. But we're young. So our men are also young. (laughs) It really takes men a couple extra years. My dad uh, always said women mature seven years uh, earlier than men. So like right now, like a guy my age right now, I'm seven years more mature than him. I mean, that's not 100. So shit, you need somebody that's like 30 already. I know. And then I need somebody that's like 35. I know, but I mean, some people go through experiences that make them mature quicker than others. So that's not like I'm not saying everyone is mat- like not mature. All the guys are just yeah. not mature. Uh, but a lot of the guys, and I think it has to do with them not being able the way they've been raised. At least, yes. I feel like it's a common thing in mo- most cultures. Men are always like, "You don't cry, you don't do this," or like they're very you know, babied by their mom. Yeah, yeah. The, the mother is just always babying the guy. I've never had brothers, so mm. I don't really know, but like cousins or or like family friends i've always seen like how the mom treats the son you know that's a big that's a big one like moms like when it comes to their sons i don't fucking know but i swear to god i hope i never do that to my son because it's just not good for them no you know i have two brothers right I have an older brother and a younger brother. My my older brother is like in his 30s and my little brother is like 16. They're very, very different. You know, my parents are older and my brother is like the last one. Like, I feel like he came in the last, like he was the last child. Like, they're yeah. like, bro, we barely got energy for you. <laughs> so my little brother, yeah, I mean, he's 16 and he's, he's a little, like, he's a little lazy. Okay. He's a, he's a very immature. Um, immature yes he's immature and i don't say it in a way like he's immature like he's i don't not that i i don't want to say it in a negative way but Sa- i want to say Saeed it is like a, is, he's he's a teenager he's like a child though. he's a teenager yeah but he thinks like a child i don't know there's a lot of things he doesn't know and okay. I, I i know it because like just by talking to him yeah like i'm like oh my little baby he's gonna learn he's gonna learn today Aww. um so i just feel like he he has like 
a young mind. I don't know. Maybe that's how teenagers are. And yeah. I was just advanced at my at my age. I don't know. At that at that time, I was like, I already know what I want to do in my life. Yeah. Um. But you know, one thing I will say about my brother is that like he's he is like a lot like me, mm. like so much like me. It's a little scary. And he just like I mean, you could sit with him and like he'll tell you like five different ways to make money. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And he's like, bro, I don't want to go to college. He doesn't want to fucking go to college. Listen, this is the argument. This is the motherfucking argument. Yeah. I don't think he's told them. I'm not really sure. But like, he's just like, I don't need to. Like, you don't need it. It's just a waste of time. Like, he has a good argument. And And I I, I mean, I mean, I if you guys go back to that one episode we did about the education system and and what we've taught, what we've learned or whatnot. You don't have to go to school. I mean, he had. I mean, he, no. I swear. Sometimes, yeah. like, I be. I like. I argue with him because, like, I do want him to go. Of course. But then, like, sometimes he says things like, "I'm like, fuck." Like, he got it right. He has a point. <laughs> yeah, and he he's just like, you know, like, I just I want to make money and I want to do this and like whatever and like, he's a lot like me, so I'm very confident that he's gonna be fine in life. You yeah. Know? Uh, he thinks a lot like me, and I was also kind of immature at that age but I was immature about some things and mature in others um but I like now I compare him with like my older brother and my older brother was raised like and my mom was a lot younger when she had my older brother so my older brother has like a way like different way of thinking obviously because he was raised in another time and he like bro my brother knows how to cook Okay, for holidays, guess who cooks? Your brother? My brother cooks. Damn. My brother knows how to clean. Like, he'll clean your whole fucking house. Mm. Like, he has his own business. Like, he's, he's just not, like... Yeah, he's not like, oh my God, uh, uh, my wife or my girlfriend will do everything for me. Like, she'll take yes. care of the house. She'll t- like, he knows how to get but down. But you know what? I will say that that has a lot to do with the way that he was raised because it was only him and then, like, girls in the house. Yeah. Like, all of us are girls. But... I don't think that my mom had the exception for him. Yeah. You know, you know how yeah. like how in the house is like, no, the, the girl can't go. But like the guy can. Or yeah. Like, or like take it, uh, like close your legs and like, all those things, you yeah. know, but then the guy's like, whatever, like high five because you I don't know. You're you got a girl guy, or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Like it wasn't like that for my brother. Ah. Like if my brother wanted to go out, like just like my sister, sometimes my sister wanted to go out on a date and like my mom would be like, you have to take your sister. Yeah. Or you have to. So my brother had to do the same. That's interesting. Good job. Yeah. I love your mom. Like if we had chores, like we always had chores, right? Every yeah. day, like somebody had to like, since I was young, I had to like wash dishes or mm-hmm. clean the room or something like, so my brother too, like he was in and, the chores. Yeah. And sometimes we would have a schedule like God didn't have to do this. We had to do that, whatever. Yeah. But like we all had things to do. And yeah. then my mom had a, a car business. So like she like when he started being of age, she like took him to work. Mm. So like she really instilled that in him. Like she taught him that like one day you're going to have a family. You're going to have to be the man in the house. Yeah. So when it comes to his family, like my brother's very serious about that. Yeah. And like at a very young age, he was he wanted to give that to a woman. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, my brother, I had a girlfriend in high school I remember this shit I was so young too my my uh, my brother had a girlfriend and we all went to the same school because we were like in private school so my mom would give us money to, to buy lunch mm, I oh, think man. I know where this I is miss, going I miss the baleadas that I used to eat at lunch and my brother 
like my mom started noticing that my brother was getting so skinny and mm-hmm. she was like what the fuck like what you know and then um they i think the school like called her like because my mom would like give money to the school so that we would just have to like get our lunch yeah and so they called her that there wasn't like money right and she was like what that doesn't make no sense like and so then she found out that my brother would save his lunch money and not eat so that he could buy a gift like buy gifts for his girlfriend or like oh, take her out oh my god that's yes. so cute isn't that, isn't that nuts that's super sweet but yeah. like what kid is gonna not eat so that they get like but th- but that goes back to what you were saying like the way your mom raised him the mm-hmm. way and i bet you your brother when it comes to his feelings is he able to like talk about them and feel comfortable and confident and not like not masculine oh yeah my whole family is uh very good at just saying what they have to say which is good which i think yeah. is, is is so important for anything like you passive aggressiveness is the root of all evil i'm just yes. gonna say that like being passive aggressive and just like holding and you're feeling i'm not very guilty of this i'm not saying like oh my god i'm like no i'm very guilty of this especially my relationship where like if i feel something i'm just like yeah i'm, I'm fine mm-hmm. yeah i'm fine mm-hmm. but guess what i'm not fine and i am i'm ready to blow up and the next thing you do that's not gonna uh, that's gonna upset me i'm bringing everything up and that is very toxic yeah that's not good that's not good and i'm working on it but that is but i i, I guarantee you that that exists in almost every relationship yeah and i think like maybe that's an advice that our listeners can take is that if you do that just try practicing not doing that because like things could go a lot more smooth if you just sat down with the person and like told them like look i know i've been acting this way and it's because you did this or because of that and like this is the this is why it hurts my feelings and like i would rather you not do that i guarantee you're gonna have a completely different response yeah and i will tell you this especially with guys yeah you have to be like you have to put it on paper for them because yeah. they don't they don't have like that intuition like they intuition yeah, they, they don't have yeah. that feeling of like something's wrong with yeah you know so like your man might be like oh okay she said she's fine yeah you're good and then like your face is literally like bitch i'm not Talk okay to me. yeah yeah no i think that's true well what are some tips or advice do you have for Let's start with male listeners that they should do for our, like their their girlfriends or partners or future. Like how do you, how do you spice our relationship up? Well, I think uh, for I would say both guys and girls, we have to understand that a relationship takes effort, and so like I know it because as a girl, like sometimes I want my man to do something nice for me. Yeah. But I'm sure that my man also wants me to do something nice for him. Yeah. So I think that we have to remember to like, it's the little things, you know. Um, sometimes you can buy them something or you can cook something that they like or fold their clothes. I don't know. Something that you know that they're going to appreciate. And don't stop like making that effort, you know, like, yeah, don't stop because I've definitely like even my relationship, like we had moments where we come into realization that. Like, we are not really taking the time to spend time with each other. You start to, yeah, you start to, you go on about your day. Like, you wake up, you go to work, you do your work, you come back, you eat dinner, you watch TV, you go to sleep and repeat, 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 repeat. Yeah, it becomes routine. 
exactly and you lose you lose yourself you you lose the relationship in that yeah sense. you lose the closeness and the connection because you guys haven't had the time to and when i say you guys i say me shit yeah like we haven't taken the time to nurture the relationship and say like you know let's take some time to be here you know yeah. and i'll say like personally for ryan and i like we've had moments where um we both felt like we were disconnected and like right now we're actually trying to sort of like rebuild what we have and like work on ourselves and i mean i've known it for a while but <laughs> you know like we said like guys take a little bit longer to kind of like Come realize things and accept them and like avoiding the problems is like not going not to okay. ever help yeah. so it's better to just like accept that you feel a certain way and try to do something about it so just like spending more time together and like talking and doing little things and you don't even have to do anything that's extreme you know you could take a trip if you have if you can or you can go to the park you can go on a walk yeah. like just take time to be with each other and personally right i recently read an article that i was like hmm because sometimes even though it's like common sense we don't really notice our own personal shit until yeah. like somebody points it out you know i'm somebody that works a lot and I think a lot about work. Yeah. <laughs> like most of the time I'm thinking about like, what can I do next? You know? And as amazing as that is, and like, it's going super well for me and I'm always going to be this person. Cause I, that's what I like to do. I read this article that, um, like really kind of like opened my eyes and I've always kind of known that about myself, but this time it was like, okay, yeah, like I got to make some change happen. And it's, uh, by, that same girl well i think she changed her twitter username Melanated oh, Mama. Mama. yeah she changed her username but i'll post it on my story one of these days so you guys can read it but basically it was a it was a, a kind of like a blog that she wrote about like tell me where your priorities are you know mm. and like i'll tell you so much about yourself oh okay so then basically she proceeded to like she's talking she's talking about her session with her therapist and in her session her therapist asked me like can you write like your priorities from like most important to least right mm -hmm. or just like whatever just write your priorities in a list and she wrote like her blog or her website and this and that and like she wrote a couple things and then the therapist looked at it and she was like oh i noticed that like all of these are work related mm. and she was like yeah i mean work is important and she's like okay but where are you in this yeah like where is your son she has a son like where's family where's friends right mm -hmm. and so when i think about my priorities list i always think about work, work. i always think of work first yeah. so then it kind of like made me like hmm maybe i have when i make a list i me. never put me i never put that's priority yeah i never put like me maybe like friends and family and then work i never do that yeah. it's always like work work school this whatever the fuck right yeah. my like my responsibilities yeah she basically goes on to talk about how, like, if we are not prioritizing ourselves, we're not really living for us. We're just living as slaves to yeah. whatever we're working for responsibilities yeah. and work we're having. Yeah, I like that. But I know that, like, you can have all the money in the world, but, like, if your relationship is bad, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. 
or if you if your relationship with a friend is not doing well if your relationship with yourself is not doing well you're gonna feel like shit exactly that's always gonna matter more than any like monetary materialistic item yeah so i just kind of thought of it and i was like damn like i don't ever prioritize myself in that sense Mm -hmm. because i always feel guilty if i'm not working yeah if I'm not constantly putting out content or constantly like one upping like another creator, like not that I'm yeah. in a competition, but I'm constantly like I need to wow or people. Upping, upping your upping your content, upping yeah. my content, and like, just like putting re- out more exactly. shit and just like you know topping off whatever I've done already. And then like I just started thinking of how much like I don't really prioritize myself, like. I'm always like, all right, what do I got to do uh, for YouTube? What do I got to do for that? Okay, what do I got to do with this idea? And like, that's all I think about. Yeah. I don't think like, all right, what can I do like for me to feel good? Like, yeah. maybe I can take a trip here with my friends. Maybe I can go like spend the month with my family. Maybe like I can go here with Ryan or like spend whatever. Like I yeah. don't prioritize it. And that's why like I'll work from morning that in the moment I wake up to the time that I go to sleep. But then in what hour of the day did I take to talk to my partner? Yeah. yeah. Or in what hour of the day did I take to just be myself and like just do some self-care, right? Yeah. And so she also talks about, which this also was really cool to learn about, self-care versus like soothing self-care versus um she she called it restorative self-care okay right so soothing self-care versus restorative self-care and she talked about how like soothing self-care is like your everyday like doing a face mask you know taking a bath um and maybe hanging out with friends those are little things that we do to like soothe feel good like you know feel comfortable but then she talks about restorative self-care which is like you really taking the time to like focus on you right yeah let's say that you're sad and stuff like doing a face mask is not gonna change it mm-hmm. it might make you feel good in the moment yeah or like going out to the mall with your friend might help you in the moment but like at the end of the day you you gotta like figure out why you're sad yeah like you gotta like work up those feelings so like meditation working out like uh talking to a therapist journaling, journaling. like those are more like restorative self-care because those are the times where you're really looking deep within and you're like what's going on with me like where am i at like learning you know taking the time to read a book taking a time to look at things in your life that you believe that maybe you realize you don't believe anymore yeah like all those different things those are restorative self-care where that's what's needed to keep you like good healthy your mental health in check and then you're you always gonna need like your soothing where it's like you're taking a time to do a little bit of this maybe drink some i don't know hot cocoa yeah Yeah, like i i I like that you mentioned that because i feel like a lot of times when we think of self-care uh you see my like myself my self-care kit i'm gonna do my mask i'm gonna do my hair i'm gonna have me time but there is a big difference and i think it's not talked about at all to to differentiate the difference Mm -hmm. um i've never seen anyone do that i I love that it was like I, I like I, I know what that it's common sense, you know, like I, I get it, but 
I just have never seen anybody like put it into two things yeah. and like show the difference. And I think it makes so much more of a difference because like when I think of self-care, like I think of many things as self-care. Mm-hmm. But when I like there are times where like I just like my body just forces me to stop yeah. because I like I didn't do restorative self-care. So instead of me like maybe within the week while I'm still happy, right? Yeah. While I'm still doing good, maybe taking the time to journal like what I've done this week, what I'm grateful for, what I what bothered me this week. Like maybe if I did those things, I wouldn't hit rock bottom so often. Yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. I wouldn't get to the point where like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Cuz you're always recharging. You're always you're always checking in on yourself you're not gonna just you know fill up the whole bottle and just blow up at one point you're, yeah. you're always checking in with yourself and yeah. then and then that's really prioritizing yourself yeah yeah and at the end of the day like that has to be the most important thing yeah because, because if you're neglected then your work your work is you're not gonna be giving your work your 100 you're not gonna be giving your relationship your 100 you're not gonna be giving anything else in your life 100% just because you yourself are not 100%. So where are you giving it from? Exactly. And I think like that's another advice for cultivating and maintaining a good relationship is like, yes, a relationship is about two people and the connection you have together and the effort and all of that. But at the same time, you can't like not work on yourself continuously when you're in a relationship. Yeah, you can't lose yourself. Yeah, because because a relationship like people think that like, well, it's supposed to be um, you have to put 50 50 and it's not really that like it's 100 plus 100. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like you bring your best self and I bring my best self. Yeah. I think my biggest advice would be I actually want you guys to do this. This is your homework from this episode. Grab your partner and go online and type in love language test. And it's basically questions that are gonna they're gonna ask you, and you get to know what your love language is and what your partner's love language is, because maybe you like getting gifts, and you like you know uh, being touched, and that's that's how you feel that your partner loves you. Yeah. But maybe your partner instead doesn't actually like being like getting gifts instead likes acts of service so likes when you take his car to get car washed or likes when you have dinner ready or you know so i think it's very very important to know what the other person's love language is Mm -hmm. because you know not everyone's lovey-dovey and not everyone likes the same thing but trust me everyone has that one thing that they love Um, what's your love language I took the test. I don't really remember, but I know mine. Mine is acts of acts of services mm-hmm. and uh, and gifts. I think that's like that's what I I like, and I think that's what you like to give too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you like. I can one hundred percent see that of you. Yeah, because you're so. Like, you're so willing to help. Like, you're always like, how can I help? What can I do? You know, yeah. like, you're, that's what, and I think that makes so much sense. You do it because that's you true. know you like it. <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I know how much I love it. So I assume other people, like, and I mean, I'm sure everybody loves when something, you know, somebody yeah. comes and helps and stuff like that. Um, 
yeah, I, I think everyone, everyone, you listening to this right now, get your phone, Google love languages test and answer these questions with your partner. That's what mm-hmm. you're going to do. That's your homework. And just figure out what their love language is. Because once you tap into that, now you're always thinking, oh, my God. That's a little extra thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my partner likes when I get her gifts. Okay, well, guess what? I just was in Forever 21 and I remember the other day she said she wanted some hair ties. I just saw some hair ties. Think about, honestly, I'm thinking if I was in in this situation and I'm talking, right? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, like, I I never have hair ties. I just wish I had hair ties. And just random day, my partner comes and he goes like, guess what? And gives me a bunch of hair ties. Even though there's no occasion, it was probably like $2.99 for the hair ties. Like, it's nothing. it was on his way. It's not like he went out of his way or any of that. It would make me so happy. It's just those little things that I think are so important in the relationship. And I, Gabby was telling me earlier, she was like, you're saying your partner is not doing this, not doing that, not doing that. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, nothing. That's yeah. true. Because in my head, I'm like, what does he want me to get him flowers? Like, he wants me to, like, come and be like. Yeah, because, okay, so d- you see, like, the attitude that you have right now. Yes. Right? I've been there, too. Like, I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but then it sounds like it's you against him. Yes, exactly. It's exactly. not the problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really hard because, because you, like, I get it. Like, if you do, like, sometimes you feel like you do more of the work in the relationship and you show up more. Yeah. But if you want that end result, I think, like, somebody has to, like, continue making the sacrifice. Yeah. And hope that, like, you know, because you can't always do that. Yeah. You you hope that they're going to meet you there and that they're going to realize And it. that goes back to our first point of this episode is communicating that with your partner you're not happy Mm -hmm. to do that you do that you know i said i was like we don't go out that much we don't do that much and 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 that's when your partner is like oh okay you know she doesn't like that and if they do care they will you know i think you're you're because my love language is um quality time that's 100 my love language because if i am not connected with you like i don't know it's just it's hard for me to like i don't know I yeah. have to connect with you. And I think you might be like that too. I feel like you you want you want to spend time. You want it yes. to be like a thought that comes from their mind. Yeah. Ryan's is physical touch. You, did you guys do the test? Did you no. Do, or you just know him? I just know. Okay. Yeah. When you know, you know. And he knows it too. I don't know why we know this, but we do. Okay. We might have read something. You should you should take the test and actually see like what it actually tells you. Like aside yeah. from what you know and yeah. see what it what it. But does. I do know that like if... If I just like rant, cause like if I don't, he'll be like, wow, you don't love me. Like (laughs) that. You didn't kiss me goodnight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like if I'm more like, you know, he's like, you know, physical touch means, then he, I don't know. It's like, I could tell a difference. But there's always gonna be like a combination of things, but I think like that's his main thing. And I also think that, um, what is it called? Kind. Uh, it, what is it like? Words of affirmation. Is that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's another yeah. one too. Yeah. Because I, I can tell that like when I compliment him and I I just like say good things like up to him like if I believe him and yeah. things like that I could tell like he I could tell he takes that to the heart. Yeah. You know like yeah. I'm like I could see that he's like I can see a change. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we can just sit here and talk more and more Girl. and more. Like this, this subject, like a lot of 
we talk about this all the time yeah. uh, without the mic and without the all that but uh for sure we'll be doing it part two let us know if you do want a part two yeah um, and honestly i feel like it would be really cool if if you guys like just i mean we're not experts like i said right yeah but we could talk about it maybe we could help you figure something out you know like tell us about your experience maybe like your your partner and yourself are going through something or like you want to figure out how to make them do something i don't know like if you need any type of advice um and you want to share like yeah. your stories and we don't have to you know like name names like we can absolutely just keep it anonymous but it would be really like something cool to just talk about because sometimes we think that what we're going through is just us and then we realize that so many other people go through the same thing we're all yeah we're all going through it and sometimes it's like small advice that you can get from like someone that's already gone through something like that and that's gonna be like i think my last advice of this episode right <laughs> it's my last advice yeah i am young right i'm 26 yeah so i don't have a, a shit ton of experience so i don't i don't really get my advice from like my friends that much yeah like whenever i need advice when it comes to my relationship your mom i talk to my mom yeah because I'm like, who the fuck else would understand this? And she knows you the best. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, bef- like, earlier in my relationship, when I used to talk to a lot of different friends about it, it would confuse the fuck out of me. I would end up in square one, if not worse, because yeah. now I was like, am I doing the wrong thing? Like, and you're always in that, like, what am, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And I don't know. I think speaking to my mom, like, she always knows the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, your, your girlfriends are going to be the first one to be like, dump him, girl. Like, get rid of him. He is basura. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Because. Or maybe just not even that, but just just not advice that, like, actually brings change. I think yeah. with experience, you look at things differently. Yeah. And with age, too. Like, your mom has yeah. been there, done that. Like, she's seen her fair share of things. She's been through it. She can yeah. give you, like, a valid advice. Unlike someone who's going through the same thing as you and they're just like, oh, yeah, let's just I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, thank you guys for listening. We I hope love this, this helped. Episode. Yeah, we hope this helped. And we hope if not, it made you not feel alone or you're not going through it alone or it gave you some, you know, ideas. Of yeah. What some to perspectives do. of different things that can happen. Yeah. And uh, one last thing. Don't think anyone's relationship is perfect. Um, everyone's going through something different. Everyone has their own, you know, every relationship has their own battles. Just because a couple post a picture on Instagram smiling and on the beach doesn't mean that they're great. It sure makes it look like they're great, though. There, there's some things that happen behind the scenes. Um, but make sure you share this episode with a friend or a family member or anybody. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to us for you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on instagram you guys think good things are coming lemons to lemonade show yeah we I, honestly like we want to hear just from you guys and any requests anything you guys want to see us do talk about always share your feedback with us i think our, our instagram right now is being used as like our, our inbox like we get a bunch of dms from you guys like whether it's saying how you liked an episode or if you have a question or you want us to talk about something specific uh so keep those coming yeah yeah uh we're definitely checking especially because it's like 
it's easy for us to go through that account and look yeah. at things. All right, guys. Well, don't forget. When, when life, life gives, gives you lemons, lemons you, you make, make lemonade. lemonade. Peace out. Deuces.